What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So yesterday was another good night of baseball, but, you know, it's it was a Friday night, so we're starting some key series. I'm talking Giants, Dodgers, and the Bay. We had a great finish to the A's and Blue Jays up in Toronto. You know, let's start with that. Let's go up to the six, where the Blue Jays stunned the Oakland Athletics yesterday, and it was, you know, I don't want to say storybook, but, I mean, a lot of storylines in this one. So the Blue Jays were down six runs in the eighth inning, and they won this game. They are winning this game. I mean, uh, not Yuli Gurriel. Lourdes Gurriel hit an epic grand slam, and then they ended up winning the game on a walk-off home run, a walk-off three-run jack by Marcus Simeon in the bottom of the ninth inning. They were down 10-8 to eight in the bottom of the ninth, and then Marcus Simeon against his former team, Hits a three-run homer and they win by a score of 11 to 10. Let's remember that Marcus Semyon was with Oakland last year, right? They could have brought him back. They decided not to. You know, he was a free agent and they could have signed him, but he signed a one-year, $18 million deal with Toronto. Now he's having a phenomenal year. He's going to get that multi-year deal this offseason. You better believe it. He's one of the better hitters in all of baseball this season. He's having a fantastic season. Last year was a pandemic-shortened season. It was only 60 games, and Semyon kind of struggled. But that's why you don't really freak out about small sample sizes. But then again, to be fair, people think that, okay, if he struggled in, in 2020, he only had one good year before that, which was 2019. That's what some people say. 2019 was the only good year Marcus Semyon had. It was phenomenal. He was third in the MVP voting. But the bounce back this season is showing that this dude's bat is legit. They're putting him at second base, and it's just all about the bat. His numbers right now are very similar to what we saw in 2019. And he's going to be in the all-star – sorry, he was not all-star. He's going to be in the MVP conversation, wins above replacement. I mean, right now he's at 5.8 according to baseball reference, which is, which is up there. 34 home runs, an 862 OPS. You know, Semyon can hit. He can really hit. And that blast yesterday was just – pouring salt on the wound for the Oakland Athletics because, like, this is a team that could have brought him back. They had the opportunity to bring him back, but they decided to save money and go with the cheaper option instead, and he hurts them. But let's let's rewind a little bit to Yuli – no, sorry, I keep saying Yuli – to Lourdes Gurriel's game-tying Grand Slam. So bottom of the eighth, two outs, bases loaded. The score is 8-4, to four. and Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is up there. Had been 0 for 3 on the night. First pitch of the A-B takes an 84-mile-an-hour changeup. And you see the left fielder just completely, I think that was Starling Marte out there. I can't really tell. Just just completely fold over like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, that ball's a no-doubter. He doesn't even turn around. He's just like, wow, that ball is gone. And that ties the game. You know, it seemed like, okay, yeah, Toronto gets some momentum here. But Oakland punched back. Oakland punched back, and they got a couple more runs. There and it looked like Oakland was gonna put it away on a home run by Mark Canna. And you know, 10 A, and then obviously you get you get that big three-run Johnson by Marcus Semyon. Just I don't want to say playoff atmosphere, but you know, when that dome gets rocking in Toronto, there there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it, absolutely. You know, it's it's a very raucous environment. They don't even have a full crowd in that dome right now because they still have capacity restrictions. But, you know, they'll get there. 
they'll get there. I mean, the Blue Jays have everything it takes. I, I, I talked about this yesterday. Uh, I was tweeting about this saying that the Blue Jays, unfortunately, might miss the playoffs, but they are exactly the kind of team that Major League Baseball wants to showcase in today's game. You know, they have the young players. They have the young stars. They hit the ball. They play with swag. They have good pitching. The only thing they're missing is the bullpen. That's the only thing they're missing. I mean, they're they're not completely out of it yet, but, you know, it's it's the wild card that they're looking at. If they had a better bullpen, Toronto would be in the playoff picture right now. But, you know, that's just not um, that's just not the case. That's not the case. But still a fun, a super fun night up in the six yesterday. And, you know, as of, you know, as of recording this, Right now, in the wild card chase, they are looking at a five-game deficit. You know, they're five games behind Boston for the second wild card. Anything can happen in the last month, but that's where we stand. Moving on, let's move out to the West Coast where the Giants walked off in an error. So the Giants lost first place for about a day um, to the to the Giant to the Dodgers, and now they're playing a head-to-head series against the Dodgers and. Giants reclaim first base on a walk-off error. So you have a ground ball to second base. First of all, it's bases loaded, bottom of the 11th, 2-2 ball game. Buster Posey hits a ground ball to Trey Turner at second base. Turner fields on the outside of his left leg, turns around, makes a bit of a high throw, pulls Will Smith off the bag, and then Posey is safe and Belt scores the game-winning run. If you look at it, you're like, what the heck was Will Smith doing maybe? Was it? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Will Smith had ever played first base before, before this instance. But that throw was a bit high from Trey Turner. You know, a better, a good throw would have had him, and you know that would have, that would have been it. But you know, high throw pulls him off the bag. Instead of ending the inning, the Giants win that game. But just a just a bizarre instance. You know, this is, you know, this game obviously has playoff implications. You know, any head-to-head matchup between you know teams that are first and second division, obviously in September, is going to have playoff implications, and. The Giants just squeak out a win here. Close game. Obviously, it was 3-2. to two. That's the final score, but a win's a win for San Francisco, and they'll take it. Speaking of walk-offs, the Yankees also got a walk-off victory yesterday. This one was finished in 11 innings also. It was a RBI single by Giancarlo Stanton. Giancarlo Stanton ropes a bullet up the middle, and... You know, Cedric Mullins with his unfortunately weak arm was, is not enough to get uh, is not enough to get Aaron Judge with the game-winning run. But Stanton has been swinging a hot bat. I, I don't even want to say he's hot. He's just swinging the bat well. But this is what he does when he's healthy. He's just healthy. Uh, he's a very good hitter. You know, one thirty-one weight around three eighty plus or something like that is what what I believe he's hitting right now for the season. Stanton is an elite hitter. He always has been. And the Yankees are reaping the benefits of that because he happens to be healthy right now. So they will they will hope that it stays that way and and they they get to keep winning. But they beat the Orioles yesterday in what was a closer game than I'm sure many people anticipated. But I am hearing some murmurs now from from you know from the, the Yankee side of things that they are getting a bit disappointed with the output they're getting they're seeing from Joey Gallo and Anthony Rizzo. Remember when those guys joined? About a month ago, everyone was singing their praises, but now, you know, reality's kind of kicked in. Like, okay, you know, these guys aren't really hitting. I mean, Joe, Joey Gallo, you know, at least ended last night's game with a 199 average for the season. Of course, batting average is not what matters at all for him, but because, you know, that's where he's lived 
for much of his career. But the power numbers aren't there either. Um, overall, the production just hasn't been there for Joey Gallo. And with the Yankees, this with the Yankees, not with the Rangers. He was fine with the Rangers, but with the Yankees this season, a 619 OPS, you know, 73 OPS plus. It's like, what in the world is that? Not what they signed up for, so hopefully he can turn it around and be a big piece. I believe in him, though. I'm not going to give up on this guy in just a few weeks because we know his body of work. I mean, heck, the dude has a 4.1 war on the season, so that that is that is elite. I mean, I don't say it's not elite. It's above average. It's above average, and he'll be fine. I think Joey Gallo will be fine. He's just going through a, a bit of a rough stretch right now. Rizzo is not as good as Gallo, in my opinion. I mean, he's he's the he was the uh, guy who everyone was falling in love with as soon as he got there, but we know Rizzo's not as good as Gallo. He just got hot as soon as he joined the Yankees. He's fine, too. I mean, he has, he, he has 800 OPS with New York, but um, he is what he is. Anthony Rizzo is one of the more consistent players in all of baseball, and he's going to give you exactly what you're seeing. You know, he'll, he'll give you, you know, about 20 plus, you know, 25, 25 to 30 home runs a year, and he'll give you very good on base percentage, 350 plus OBP, and he gets on base. That's what Anthony Rizzo does. He gets on base. Gallo, he hits bombs. Pretty simple. Nothing too crazy there. Let's head out to Milwaukee, where the Cardinals beat up on the Brewers 15-4. This was a Wainwright and Yadier Molina battery last night. And it's something we've seen over the years many times, and it's something that hopefully we'll continue to see next year if Wainwright comes back. I think he will. But Wayno, uh, you know, just turned 40 this past week, just turned in another stellar start. It's like clockwork for this guy. Six and a third with one earned run, four punch outs against the Brewers. Just, yeah, you just got to tip your hat. I mean, Wainwright is making a, I mean, he's not, I don't think he's quite in the Hall of Fame conversation. But he's making a case for it. I mean, honestly, especially the way he's he he's uh, pitching at the end of his career. We're going to leave a good taste in everybody's mouth. And that's going to be the last thing people remember. Like, wow, this dude at 40 years old was still shutting guys down. So he's definitely putting himself in that conversation. He also, you know, did some work with the bat as well. One for three yesterday with RBI. You know, that RBI drives in none other than his battery mate, Yadier Molina. So helping his own cause. Not that he necessarily needed that run support because the rest of his lineup did plenty. He scored 15 total runs last night. We head out to Colorado. The Rockies beat the Braves by a score of 4-3. to three. Anthony Sensatella was the man in this one. S- seven innings strong with three earned runs for the Rockies, but he let his defense do the work. You know, only three punch outs on the day, but he really let his uh, defense do the work. The one home run he gave up to Ozzy Albies was the only was the only blemish really uh, in the first inning, uh, leadoff homer by Ozzy Albies. Uh, Albies had actually missed a couple games with, with some uh, knee issues, but gets in there first at bat, hits a home run. I think the knee might be okay. Austin Riley was two for four, and he improves to a 3.06 average on the year, 9.13. I'm keeping my eye on him because I know a lot of people have been singing his praises, so I, I want to make sure that uh, I do keep an eye and see how well this dude has adjusted this year because he's made a lot of adjustments. You know, first year or two, he couldn't lay off the slider, and now he's looking he's looking legit, looking very legit. But Rocky still beat the Braves 4-3. If we head over, head over to Cincinnati, 
So Tigers beat the Reds 15-5. I was watching the highlights of this one. It was like home run derby. Home runs were flying out of this place. Two home runs for the Reds. And one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five home runs for the Tigers, two for the Reds. Seven home runs in total yesterday. There's a reason they nicknamed this stadium Great American Small Park because of this. But 15 runs by the Detroit Tigers, led by, you know, they hit five home runs. So what do I even say? Um, let's just say every, everyone was, was feeling good. But especially Jonathan Scope, four for six with three runs scored out of the two spot and a home run. I, I'd make him the offensive performer of the day. But Reds fans um, are going to have to shake that one off because they are in a playoff hunt. You know, they are in the playoff hunt still. Um, they they actually hold a wild card spot as we speak. So they'll just shake it off and try to move on to the next one. Where should we go next? Where shall we go next? I say we go over to Washington. So Juan Soto is the best hitter in baseball. I think many of us have heard this before, but he really is. You know, Soto homered yesterday. I was watching that oppo taco he hit, and it just reminded me, like, this dude is so advanced. This dude is, I mean, it's it's either him or Trout. Um, I mean, Trout is hurt right now, so I guess it's not really fair. But I guess basically players who are healthy right now, Juan Soto is the best hitter in the league at this moment. It wasn't enough to help his team last night, though, because they still lost 6-2 to the Mets. Mets seem to be... In a bit of a groove lately. I mean, some of the guys who were struggling seem to be coming around, seeing better at bats from Francisco Lindor, Javi Baez. You know, those guys are starting to come around. Maybe what they needed was the fans to boo them. Maybe that's all. That's what the doctor ordered. Just some something to, you know, kind of rev them up and get them going. I don't really know, but that was a bit of a controversy this past week. Maybe, maybe there was something to it. But who knows? But Plenty of great action on tap this weekend. And you guys better enjoy it. Enjoy it. Tell me what you think. You know, send me a tweet. Which series are you most excited to watch? Or are you enjoying? Or are you just enjoying them all like, like many of us are? Just a nice Labor Day weekend. Great holiday weekend. Enjoy the time with your family. Enjoy the baseball. And that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.